0: Welcome to the Farm Bids Podcast. Farm Bits is proudly produced by the Nebraska Digital Agriculture Team and hosted by students at the University of Nebraska. The Farm Bids Podcast
1: comes to you each week to discuss the trends, the realities, and the value of digital agriculture.
0: Through interviews with experts, producers, and innovators from across the agriculture industry, we hope that you step away from each episode with new practical knowledge of digital agriculture technology. Hello, FarmBits followers, and welcome to another episode of the FarmBits podcast. I'm Kelsey Swantek, And I'm Taylor Cross, and we're glad to have you
1: with us as we continue exploring
0: Nebraska Extension. This week, we're joined by Dean Kroll, who has a dual appointment with Nebraska Extension and the Nebraska Natural Resources District as a project coordinator. Dean showcases
1: his interactions with digital ag through his research experiences, and with 42 years of experience in this position, Dean's seen firsthand the benefits of adopting digital ag
0: technologies. With that in mind, let's hear from Dean.
2: I got my education at Kearney State College, which later in years uh, merged with the University of Nebraska. um, Graduated in 1972 with a business administration major, which has nothing to do with agronomy, but I am a farm kid. I live down by Hastings, um, where I grew up. Uh, My title here at Central Platte Natural Resources District really is the project coordinator Um, that transitioned into that when the South Central Research and Extension Center uh, closed a number of years ago. And I moved my office up here to Central Platte.
0: So you majored in business administration. Where did that transition yeah. happen to like the ag side of things other than just being being a farm kid?
2: I got I got the job. I got the job. I mean back back then if you had a college education and I'm assuming and I'm guessing the reason why they hired me because I was a farm kid. Uh so so a lot a lot of my knowledge and stuff that college students go through from agronomy I've learned I've learned that in field uh, and and things like that. So I think what what really is important is being a being a producer myself. I understand where producers are coming from. I understand the battle they have with: do I invest in this or so on and so forth. So so I, I really. I can feel for them, and and what realistically that's helped me manage this project because. I know where they're coming from and and think about you know how we can can move forward in in adopting things that that cost money and things like that.
0: Uh, so you're kind of unique um, because you have that dual appointment with the NRD as well as UNL. Can you talk to us a little bit about how that all works and kind of the logistics behind that?
2: Okay, the kind of the way the way that all began was when I first started with university, there was a project called the Hull County Water Quality Project, which dealt with nitrates in the groundwater, and we were going to you know, promote best management practices, whether that's through nitrogen application or irrigation application. So that's kind of how it started. Um, from that from that, uh, it expanded to that was like a three or four year project, and after that was over, Central Platte showed interest on keeping me uh, keeping me on to continue on with demonstration education plots throughout their districts so that's kind of how that this all started um they basically fund fund my project fund me uh even though i am a university uh, employee the good thing about the dual appointment is especially now when i'm Located in their office, we can we can discuss things. Maybe on, you know, where where the project ought to go, uh, you know, what direction. Uh, I can talk to the manager, and if he thinks I'm nuts, he'll tell me I'm nuts. Uh, but it's it's been a good working relationship all these years. So, realistically, going back to my my when I first come there, it was for a one year appointment. So I like to tell everybody that I'm on my 42nd anniversary of my one-year job. So it's been it's been a good it's been a good uh, cooperation between us two.
1: So backing up just a little bit here, uh, okay. previously this season we've talked to a couple extension educators. So can you speak on maybe how your role is different from an extension educator through Nebraska Extension, and also maybe how that interaction with farmers might be different.
2: I think probably the biggest difference in between my my job and an extension educator is I can I can focus on what what we want to do here in central platte I don't have to do a lot of the extra things that you know other responsibilities that extension educators have. um, You know, so, so I can be more focused. On whatever we decide whatever direction we decide to go and things like that so i've been around what one one good thing is i've been around all this time i know a lot of producers and if we come up with some kind of an idea um i kind of know who maybe to contact uh just knowing their personality and knowing a lot of times what what their interests are which which actually has made made my job a lot easier now than in the beginning because in the beginning I I really I had to rely on a lot of the extension educators at the time to connect me with a producer that that might be interested in doing whatever that was
0: so like Taylor said this is our Nebraska extension season like we're really focusing on all the great things Nebraska Extension has to offer, so we know what Nebraska Extension is, but now we're introducing this new weird thing called the Nebraska NRD. What is that, and can you share a little bit about the history behind it?
2: Back in nineteen seventy two, the NRDs were formed um, and basically their their goal was was to to protect protect the state's natural resources um so how how they've been able to do that is uh start pro start programs um within their their own you know within the nrd system and, and like uh, like us our our connection between unl and and central Platte we've been we've been fortunate enough that we can we can come to the university because of my connection there. Uh, maybe, maybe, you know, here, here's, here's what we need. Here's what's going on. And, and vice versa, UNL comes to us also us as far as Central Platte uh, to begin a, a, a new project or whatever that may be. And I, I we'll talk about that a little bit how that's changed over time here. But uh, in the beginning, It was nitrogen strip plots. Uh, University needed infield strip plots, field length to basically check out their logarithms for for nitrogen recommendations. So that's kind of how that, that all started. I've done, I've done, I don't know, geez, 400 of them. I, I did enough of them that to be quite honest, I was sick of them. Uh, they were boring to me, but 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 that helped out the university as far as fine tuning that logarithm, stuff like that too.
1: Awesome, thank you. So um, this of uh, course probably changes from day to day, season to season, but what is a normal, can you walk us through what a normal uh, day would look like for you? Um, whether that's working on projects or um, connecting with farmers,
2: the, it, I guess it depends on the, this where we're at within the calendar year. Um, <clears throat> a lot of let's go post harvest. After after that, I'm I'm working up data that we collect. Uh, and the main the main uh, focus there is for Central Platts Natural their their newsletters and stuff like that because that's kind of where I you know that's where I feel like I should get the word out to the to the the producers here in the district. Um, so so after after a growing season, that's what I'm doing. And and in the same time, I'm thinking ahead for. The next growing season, lining up producers, uh, you know, t- talking to to like you guys, you need you guys needed two fertigation sites this year. I I had I did that, I think in a timely matter um, and stuff like that. So so just it's just a kind of an ongoing thing in the fact that I got to look ahead far enough to continue what we want to demonstrate or or research and things like that throughout the year so winter time basically is either writing newsletter articles or preparing you know presentations and stuff for for meetings within the district
0: our focus on the farm Ritz podcast is kind of just digital ag and precision ag technologies um, so we want to know what role does digital ag play in your everyday life in all aspects, whether that's uh your UNL appointment, your NRD appointment, or on your own operation.
2: Okay, let me let me start with the UNLs first in Central Platts. The 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 digital era, the telemetry, stuff like that has actually made my job simpler. Um we're we're able to monitor what's going on within fields, within demonstration plots, uh, and things like that. So, so I've I've basically brought in commercial companies on some of some of this stuff to be able to do that. And I'll and I'll just use an example: soil moisture monitoring equipment. Uh, you know, we. We bring in a company to, to do that for us and that way we can monitor it over the computer and things like that. I if we're, left, if we're looking at application of in. Uh, the advancement in technology there has made everything so much more precise than what it was 30 years ago or 40 years ago so, so I would I would say majority of. What we do here at UNL is more precise now than what it used to be, and that that can also relate to you know I farm also there at home. I mean that that goes ahead and follows through there also. That the technology has been able to to make me more precise and things like that there. Transition uh, for my my operation at home. I'm not a re- I'm not a real big farmer, but I could see I could see a need for advancing into more technical stuff. So I so I kind of phased, I phased it in financially. I mean, I, I started with a with a monitor that that had the capabilities of, you know, introducing new technologies and stuff and that would control those things. So So it was kind of a phase that probably what, one, two, three, three or four different phases that that I've been able to basically get done what I wanted to get done. But yes, there was years that I, um, would have liked to, but money's money. So that, that whenever you get into technology, we, we know, and you got, you girls know that that's not cheap. It's, a lot more expensive when you don't farm a lot either but if you got the desire to do that to do a good job that's that's where I've, you know in my case i had to face things in
0: is there like a technology that stands out specifically to you as something that like either really changed the game for you or something that you just think is really cool that like you knew you had to try that one out for yourself
2: when producers and my i'll call myself a producer i am a producer when when we were able to be able to acquire the instrumentation to apply the amount of nitrogen whether whether it was anhydrous or liquid when that when that technology came and became more precise i think that was a big jump in in advancing towards Nitrate, you know, our or nitrate issues within the district or or anywhere, um, that was I think one of the biggest jumps in the beginning, and I mean, and that's even improved over time with different methods and things like that. So, I think that probably was one of the biggest steps I believe uh, to apply what you really needed to apply.
1: So. Um, you've talked a little bit about your position with the NRD and your position with Nebraska Extension. Are mm-hmm. you involved um, at all? And if so, in what way do you play a role in the Nebraska On Farm Research Network?
2: I would say, and I'm not trying to brag about myself, but everything I did was on farm my whole career. Um, I was kind of like the embryo of on-farm research if you want to call it that because that's that's what all i've ever done was take things on farm our research and things like that now what's what the big benefit of the on-farm research program is that that i mean there was only one of me i could only do so much and with the on-farm research they that that covers so many other different topics that producers are are interested in i mean most of most of my stuff is more focused on the nitrogen side of it just because of the you know ground contamination in the groundwater and things like that so that that has been a big benefit to to producers and that expanded that whole that whole window and I don't I don't want to say I'm the grandfather of on-farm research but I kind I kinda am in the fact that and I mean I know, I know there's projects like Project Sands uh, what we're doing with with the uh, fertigation trials and things like that that is part of on-farm research which is okay that also helps me expand the coverage of of results and things like that too so so it's kind of a positive if you want to call it, marriage i guess between between what i do and what they do and besides that they they do some things that that i don't have time to do and that kind of that may lead me to different you know different things in the in the future on what to try with producers
0: very cool uh so, as project coordinator, what projects do you coordinate uh why are they important like why do we no offense but why do we care about the projects that you're working on
2: i don't know <laughs> uh, um, okay so, r- r- i i am the only pony in the project in other words i i choose what we wanna do what whatever it is that I personally or my pro you know personally as a project coordinator do I handle all of that the bless, the blessing here is when I have like like the fertigation trials or project sense that that brings in uh other UNL people and stuff like that that go ahead and handle that but but still does the district a lot of good okay so as a coordinator, I mean, I guess I just coordinate everything that needs to be done um The blessing that I have being here in central Platt's office is is the communication that I have with the manager and things like that you know we've we've sat down and discussed things like where where should we be going what what would do the district the best well, you know and things like that and um that's one good thing uh project Sans, we know that that was all sensing devices we used drone imagery stuff like that there but it was always our opinion i guess ground rigs ground rigs just they were busy during that that period of time so so it was We didn't think if it would and didn't think and I still think that it's not going to cover the acreages like we'd like to see so that that's why we always had a push towards. Either drone imagery on fertigation or satellite imagery utilizing that to to time our time go ahead and time our fertigations, and I mean we've gotten gotten there to a degree, so far. I'd like to see that expand over the years, and I think, and I think it will.
1: So we know that you interact and work with a lot of farmers on a day-to-day yep. basis. Um, so can you speak on if you interact with any farmers who maybe are fearful for adopting these new technologies on their operations?
2: There, there's certain there's certain levels I think of technology that producers have. Some, none some they they start to dabble in it and a lot of dabbling is basically an economic you know um uh, liability there uh others others have are adv- more advanced and i think i see that more and more all the time is the advancement i i think there's probably more percent a higher percentage of producers that that are technology minded now, the more progressive ones will try new things. And that's that's where I come into play here is choosing some of those producers to try it. Um, I know I've been I've been asked many times, well, have you ever had to pay out any any money because they lost you know lost yield or something like that and to this day I never have Uh, majority of them come into trying things are in the fact that hey if, if this has a potential of saving me money I'm not really worried and if I if it works, it works. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. I mean, and that's how we got to look at things. If it's not going to work on on my on a producer, you say if it's not going to work on my farm, I'm not going to adopt it, no matter what. So so I think I think that's important to pick and choose who I believe who I kind of have a feeling that w- would advance on some of these new new things that are going on as far as working with somebody that absolutely does nothing it's i don't know if i i can't remember when that even that that type of of producer even happened in the you know in the last 10 years or maybe even longer than that so
0: have you ever had a problem with producers not seeing like they implement this new technology that they've been super excited about, or even some that have been worried about implementing that technology and they don't see a change happen as soon as they implement it. And they're like worried that they don't see it happening. And it was pointless. Have you ever had that happen? And what do you do about that?
2: That yes, that's happened. And what I do about it is, is try and convince them that well, up up front, I'm gonna say this is the, the benefit of this isn't gonna happen overnight. There's there's it's gonna sometimes it's a long-term benefit that that you'll see long term. And a, a good example of that is with cover crops. Uh we know we you aren't gonna get a benefit right away. Over time you will. So so that that that's probably one of the biggest ones that, oh, it didn't do me any good this year. Why? Why would I do it next year? You know, so so you got to convince you got to convince them that this is this is a commitment, not not a just overnight success type thing. Um, With with, if we go look at fertigation stuff, that may happen not may that'll probably happen quicker uh in the fact that it's either you need it or you don't uh, you need you need to put it on earlier than you do i mean this is just examples you need to put it on earlier than what you've been doing or things like that i think i think that that technology will will probably take off quicker than a lot of other things i don't know what do you guys what do you girls think?
1: interviewing us now Huh. i am
2: i i th- don't you i i think i think that's going to happen
1: yeah i think there's a lot of potential and opportunity for all these types of technologies to really advance farms and it's just a matter of how fast they advance and if farmers are willing to like you said be patient and take that time to adopt those yeah. technologies
2: and and the more and the more the more that we can uh present that data to them and things like that to to the general public to the producers uh the faster that will either be adopted or not i mean there's always good with negative too i mean if it doesn't work you're saving them money um, but you know, not everything is always successful, but I, I, I truly believe that they're on the fertigation side, this is going to be successful.
0: So one thing that we've been, um, talking about, it seems like on almost every episode of this Nebraska ext- extension season is that Nebraska extension and for you as well, the NRD is they're not like trying to sell anything, they're like a they're a third party that doesn't care if you buy from company A, B, C or D. How do you, how do you think that benefits you um, in your in all of your roles? Being able to say like I'm not here selling this product for this person, but I think this is something that could benefit you. How do you think that um, works from your side as well as how do farmers receive that not being a salesman?
2: We're we're selling a procedure. Majority of the time,
0: for free, not really selling.
2: Yeah, yeah. For, <laughs> <Free> yeah <too. laughs> for, for I mean, I mean, we're 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 trying to get them to adopt the procedure. Majority of the time, we're all about. I'm all about, and NRD is all about is helping the producers. So, so if I. Let's say there is some something that is junk and it doesn't work, dude, or there the service is terrible, or whatever that may be. What does that do negatively towards us trying to promote a procedure? I, I still feel, even though we're not supposed to do that, I, I still believe that it's important to to if if they have an idea. And if it's junk, I'll, know, I'm sorry, but I'll, I'll tell them it's junk.
0: I think there's a level of trust that goes with that too.
2: It did, you're, not, it is. you're not
0: selling anything, but if you see something really good or something really bad, either way, you can say like, Hey, I've noticed I've had a lot of farmers that have really good luck with this one or not so good luck. Yes, with this one. So I might correct. recommend you try this one versus this one. But again, you're not sell, you're not making commission off, of it, you're not selling it. You're just offering your free advice as to what you think would be best for said producer.
2: And and the and the reason for that is to have them feel comfortable incorporating whatever that may be in their in their in their project or in their their uh, operation. I mean, what, they get a lot of times they they'll try something and if it's junk, they aren't going to go back to anybody else because they don't they don't really know, you know, so the, and I could, I could probably say that service has a lot to do with a lot of, a lot of the adoption of a lot of these technologies, you know.
1: Yeah, I think that's a very, very true statement there. Um, so we've talked a lot about, uh, maybe like are the benefits that we think digital ag and precision technologies can provide to farmers and the whole adoption process, but what do you personally foresee um, or what are you most excited for moving forward in the digital ag um, technology space?
2: Currently, but, but this is being worked on. um, A lot of the different aspects of of Farming with digital stuff, with with digital, th- this 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 uh, this system controls this. This system controls that. Uh, you got to keep track of what's going on with ABC, whatever that may be. Different different companies, different people that you're working with. Um, and and I there there's there's companies out there now that's trying to bring all of that together into one spot, one one control system. And that that uh, I think is going to be huge, especially for for the producers that are very tech savvy. Uh, They see the they see uh, the benefit of being able to bring all that together. I I know one, but I'm not going to mention the name, but they do that, that that is in the works for from, you know, a lot of the a lot of the implement companies right now. So that that I believe is going to be a real benefit. It's going to bring all the data into one location. So so you can be, you know, look at it or whatever. I think that's going to be huge.
0: Very cool. Definitely something to look forward to. Um, is there anything that we didn't ask or talk about that you want to share before we start wrapping this up?
2: My advice to anyone that's thinking about whatever that may be, there there are there are um, ways to look at that. I mean, but I'll, I'll use my project for example. Uh, if there, I've had a guy that happened this year, uh, we'd like to look at this. Well, I listened, I listened to the producers. And if there is a a uh, subject or a uh, product or whatever that may be, that's kind of falls into what we're, we're looking at, I can set that plot up. Uh, a lot of times I have a budget that a lot of times I can I will not pay them to do it, but I will furnish the product, whatever they may want to try and things like that. So uh, there are avenues there that people, not only just with me, but with other, you know, on farm research, for example, uh, that can help organize that and help you look at whatever you may want to look at.
1: Yeah, that's a really good opportunity for those farmers. And um, I think that relationship that you have with them really encourages them to make that next step um so where can our listeners go to learn more if interested about um your position and what you do if they have any questions after this episode
2: well i guess one one place that they could find i i do believe we have majority of the newsletter articles that i've written for central platte newsletter that's on our website uh if they have any questions they're they're free to call me uh i'm one if i don't know nothing about it i'll tell them but i can if i can find out something for them i'll i will do that so that's kind of how i've always always been and i'm not afraid to tell them that i don't know nothing about this but i'll see what i can find out so
0: uh, we have a tradition on the FarmBits podcast, and this is always my favorite question of the day because we get so many good answers here. Uh, do you have any advice or words of wisdom for producers in any location that might want to get involved in the extension system, uh, the NRD system, and whether that's in Nebraska or in other states?
2: Don't be afraid to step across the the curb. I mean, there there's a lot of knowledgeable people out there that can help you. Uh, whether that be extension, NRD, there there are commercial people out there too that that really can help, can answer questions for yourself. Company company agronomists a lot of times will are a good source, and and it seems like a lot of producers are more. At ease, asking asking you know agronomists from whatever company that might be about certain things. I, I have no problem with that. Just be cautious on whether they're saying this just to sell something or or whatever. But a, a good example, I'm I've experienced a hailstorm at home this year. Never ever had a hailstorm this 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 early. Never have ever replanted everything that we had to do this year, but even though I kind of knew, I brought in agronomists to look at what what I should do and took their advice. So it never it never hurts to ask for help. I can say one, and I'm going to brag a little bit about our project is that we're we're probably the we're the longest education demonstration project in the United States. And there's been other projects that have kind of followed our footsteps, what we've done here to to start up their own. So Central Platte, the university can feel proud, I believe in that we're, we're in that position.
0: Thank you very much to Dean Kroll for taking the time to join this episode of the FarmBits podcast. It's really cool to see UNL working so closely with the Nebraska NRD to accomplish a common goal. One of my favorite parts of this episode had to be hearing Dean's passion and all his experiences and interactions with farmers. Yeah, I also
1: think that was really unique and I really appreciated listening to Dean's uh, path and advancements in his own operation with digital technologies and how um, by being a grower himself, he can interact with farmers in that unique special way so i hope you enjoyed that episode and we look forward to sharing another nebraska extension story with you next week on farm bits thank you for taking the time to join us today on the farm bits podcast if you enjoyed this episode please subscribe to the podcast on spotify apple Podcasts, youtube or wherever you listen to podcasts
0: to be informed about the latest content each week We welcome your feedback, so if you have comments or questions for us, please reach out to us over email, on Twitter, or in the reviews section of your favorite podcast platform. Our contact information can be found in the show notes.
1: We would like to thank Nebraska Extension for their support of this podcast and their commitment to providing high-quality
0: informational material to members of the agricultural community in Nebraska and beyond. The opinions expressed by the hosts and guests on this podcast are solely their own and do not reflect the views of Nebraska Extension or the University of Nebraska Lincoln. We look forward to you joining us next week for another episode of Farm Bits.